October. It is October 16th to be exact for us today. And uh, we are going to be reviewing some pumpkin beers on based on popular demand and what the market has been trending these days. It seems like pumpkin beers is something we got to talk about. Um, so here we have the general with us. This is the dark pony talking right now. And uh, we've got Black Cat in the house. How's it going? Hello. Right. Uh, yeah. So without further ado, let's get this pumpkin fucking rolling as they say let's get scary all right general here first beer on the docket today is the uinta pumpkin pumpkin ale ale brewed with pumpkin and spices and they do not provide uh any more details than that but these guys are out of salt lake city utah and uh though some of us aren't huge pumpkin beer fans they do produce a lot of beer that we enjoy, and further, this is a beer you can probably find wherever you are. So, oh, yeah. uh, with that, who wants to start it off on some tasting notes? So, right away, I noticed this is a lighter beer, and I was checking the ABV, um, and, and it makes sense. The sessionable, you know, just you can totally smash this beer, and, yeah. uh, you know, it, it, it says it, and, and it tastes it. It's a very, very light beer, 4%. Uh, there's not too much spice to it. There's not too much pumpkin to it. It's definitely there on the, on the flavor profile, but definitely not, uh, you know, it's not as aromatic as some of the others that I've had. And which is good because this is one I usually look forward to because I can do just that. You know, like if I want a pumpkin beer, if I want to do something in season, I can go and get a six pack of it easily because it's readily available during the season. And, and drink uh, six. And you can, you can drink the six-pack because it's not like a <laughs> this confection. This is what I can definitely like, drink six of. For it's sure. not just like a pastry pie in your face. Right. Which is not bad either. But I'm not going to drink six Can't of them. Can't be bad. <laughs> yeah. So sessionable is, is definitely you know the best word for it. I mean, very light straw-colored hue to it. Um, you know, yeah. just e- easy drinking. and A little copper hue, but yeah, very subtle. Not a whole lot on the nose either. Pretty good clean beer. Yeah, again, it's it feels like they made a beer that has a bit of pumpkin versus focusing on making a pumpkin beer. Yeah. And I, I appreciate that because yeah. some of these you can get taste like licking a pumpkin pie or something and they're a little over or the worse. top. <laughs> or worse. Or a pumpkin candle. Yeah, like grandma's house or something. You get it all. You get, so, you get may, the full effect. Maybe we'll run into some of those later. Maybe. But... Um, but yeah, this is good. I mean, for those of you guys looking, you know, maybe not big pumpkin fans, trying to get out there, bring a good solid pick, six pack to your Halloween party, want to be festive. This is this is a good middle of the road. 
label design's beautiful. There's a guy holding the pumpkin on one side and a and really cool scarecrow. Which it just puts out solid beer. And they, they do. consistently have. I mean, they're, they're very much a brewery in the sense of the word. They're, they're focused on beer and creating good quality, clean beer. And this is nice, bright, good, clean beer. Uh, not abrasive on any front in terms of the pumpkin. Yeah. No so, spice. Right. Yeah, so if you're wanting to, to delve in, if you want to step into the, to the pumpkin beers you know, in season, you haven't had them before, this is a perfect intro to it because you're not going to be overwhelmed with all the descriptions yeah. that yeah. were just mentioned before. Yeah. It's um, a good starter it, beer. It's a very good starter pumpkin beer, yeah. It's like the ibuprofen of pumpkin beer. Like, you're not ready for that straight heroin. You just <laughs> you just want, like, <laughs> a light yeah, kick to start you light. off. Yeah. That's this beer. Start there. Um, <laughs> so. Yeah, I mean, the, the general said it best. It's essentially, you know, not offensive. It's not going to offend anybody if you bring this beer. It's it's for beer drinkers and pumpkin fiends alike. Um you you can take this on a, on a, on a camping or hiking trip, and not be overwhelmed and feel full. All right, but then again, if you're really looking for that pumpkin smash, this is not the one for you. No, yeah, no, it's just the one for me. Yeah, because it, it it meets it's a good it's a little bit of what I need from the gourd itself. Aside from that, not too abrasive. Not it too respects much. the gourd. Yeah, respect the gourd. Cool. All right, so well, we got a we got another. Yeah, so these first two selections are ones that we specifically picked because we thought our listeners could find them no matter where they are. Yeah, especially this next one coming up. Yeah, so our next one comes from the East Coast. This is Dogfish Heads Pumpkin Ale, and they describe it as a fall favorite, full-bodied brown ale brewed with real pumpkin, brown sugar, allspice, cinnamon, and nutmeg. And the ABV, I believe they give me on here, is 7%. And uh, I'll let uh, label description uh, go over. Black cat, yeah. black, black cat nose. Yeah, well, you know, this is <clears throat> this is another one I look forward to. Um, I mean, because I do, I, I'll drink pumpkin ales, and I, I, I you know, every year, uh, especially those that, that have had it, people know that uh, Dogfish Heads pumpkin ale always changes the label art. So it's whether it's like a, a painted festive fall Halloween uh, lady uh, portrayed, or a weird like little fucking monster. creature monster. <laughs> Uh, this year, it's just a really like nice, painted, uh, you know, ingredients. You know, they, there's some there's some barley on there, there's some cinnamon, there's a pumpkin, of course. Uh, it just looks like a really you know clean label art, straight to the point. Right. Some nuts on there. Nutmeg. Yeah. Yeah. Is there nuts? Yep. Check them nuts. Yeah. No, these are uh, these are these are pumpkin seeds. They guys. look like pumpkin seeds, but yeah. <laughs> oh, hazelnut. You're right. Yeah. Hazelnut. Um, yeah, which I pick up on. This is probably a little bit more spice than the last the, beer. Yeah, the spice, the color's a little bit deeper, like, you know, a lot more copper color. A little bit more malt backbone, yeah. if you it's will. It's heavier, yeah. Aromatics start coming through a little bit. There is definitely some aromatics, but not, not as strong, but definitely more than more noticeable than the other one. But that allspice is there. Yep. That traditional, like... And, and I know that I picked up a little metallic aftertaste. Uh, oh, just very, a tinge, yeah, just very, a tinge, very, very, very light or something. But yeah. um, one, yeah, that could be distribution. One thing, one thing I do like are sure, yeah. there's just a slight like fruitiness to it, almost. So it kind of brings you know the, the body down just a little bit. There's a little bit of uh, a fruitiness to it uh, to kind of balance that sweetness, which is you know never a bad thing on a bigger pumpkin beer. Yeah, but yeah, and, little little metallic notes. Um, Again, widely distributed beer. Dogfish Head puts out what I believe is 
pretty good solid um, craft beer just to a bigger wider audience um, and, and sometimes you know distributors might handle or might not care for the beer quite as much as the brewery is intended um, it goes through imagine it being here on the on the west coast and this being something that was bottled back in august i feel like it's it's gone through its fluctuations maybe not quite because you know what the brewery itself had intended on it to go through but uh Still, still showcasing a good quality clean beer, and, and you know those things will happen. And these it's the guys price are you pay in Delaware, right? Yeah. yeah. So Delaware. like, rather than Salt Lake on our last beer, it came a lot further. Yeah. But these guys are obviously innovators, and uh, we were thinking about pumpkin beer, and and one of the ones that was a big innovator, which actually we're not drinking today, but Elysian here in the Northwest. Yeah. You know, I think Dogfish Head and Elysian were were two of the breweries that really pioneered, pioneered pumpkin yeah. beer. And yeah, Elysian even does their, their great pumpkin beer festival, which, which which happened, you know, just, what, two weeks ago, I think it was? I think so. Yeah. So. And you can get a firkin. Giant beer. Yeah. Giant, giant <laughs> fucking yeah, pumpkin it's, it's, firkin. It's, it's yeah. pumpkin everything. Pumpkin they have, they have multiple pumpkin firkins. They, they do everything pumpkin, everything pumpkin beer. And they actually, I think they bring in, like, pumpkin beers from other places, yeah. which is pretty cool. Even even beers that don't really have distribution out here in the Northwest, which is always good to see, especially pumpkin beer lovers. They get to that's probably their mecca because they're trying beers right. they don't get to try generally. Yeah, it's funny. And on Randy Mosher's uh, tasting beer, you can see one of those ginormous ass pumpkins <laughs> that they're tapping. Yeah, and uh, yeah, paying homage to to that. I mean, more power to them. Fortunately, we don't drink Elysian beer very much these days. Because. Yeah, because <laughs> and we, we've talked about this uh, in, a, in a previous episode um, uh, as, far as, as far as selling to the, to the bigger guys. We, we've talked about that. Yeah. So, that's, so listeners are already familiar with our views on that. For sure. But, yeah, yeah but it, it, it's good. I mean, they did that and they did it right. And it's, you know, you got to stick to your guns. And uh, the beer is solid. And, you know. If I did drink that beer, I would probably agree that it's a very clean, well-produced beer. I think it's still one of the ones that they're doing out there. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, something I want to touch on real quick before we proceed into these bigger-bodied ones. We got the two lighter of the pumpkin beers. What do you guys think? I mean, these beers you want to carry home with you? or these beers that you find yourself... Are you going to get another... In other words, I'm not a big pumpkin beer drinker. Me neither. Neither is the the general. Uh, Mark and I share similar visions in, like, I mean, the Black Hat... We basically look at pumpkin beer in the same light when we do agree on them. Is this something that you guys find yourself wanting to buy again? Yeah. So it's it's a yes and no. I mean, because I, I do. Black Hat does like pumpkin beers. Um, I do like them because I can have friends over and they can still drink them. They're not abrasive. They're not in your face. But also, when I'm usually doing pumpkin beers, it's kind of a one and done for me. Yeah. So I'm just – I want that big pumpkin pie, like – vanilla pie crust all in your face like bre- like for dessert and then not going to have it again until next season there you go um i think for me i might pick up a six pack of the uinta for a halloween party and be like it's more of a festive here you go but it, these are not going to be in my fridge uh moving forward right but hey we tried them you know i don't know i think that we the selection process here was good i mean in the sense of like we picked two beers and we thought we're not offensive, middle of the road, good pumpkin beers. Uh, they're readily available to you guys, the listeners. Um, let us know what you think. I mean, these are things that we're thinking about. It's like with beer going so many different directions, it's it's really, I mean, brew coven, and that's why we kind of really focus on addressing 
beer in general, but more importantly, trends in beer. And I think pumpkin is a trend. It's an American trend to be specific. Um, and, and what do you guys think about it? I mean, are you guys hell bent? Do you guys just wait? You wait for fall. Wait for fall. Are you guys notching days on the calendar, just waiting for those? Like the leaves change colors. Yeah. Where are the pumpkin beers? And, there, and there's definitely those crowds. And again, we'll, uh, later on in, in a bit here, one of our, uh, the beers that we're going to do here in a little bit, there's definitely more to that. We'll, we'll discuss that mm-hmm. more when we get to that beer. But um, so let's just carry on with our next one. Next beer. Yeah. Cool. All right. So it's cracked open. So we're going uh, to stay on the East Coast. Stay on the East Coast. And here we have the Pumpkin Imperial Ale from Southern Tier and uh, out of Lakewood, New York. And they describe this as an ode to Puka, the mythical Celtic, Celtic horse beast said to entice careless travelers onto its back and take them on a terrifying night ride through the forest. Holy shit, dude. I know. It's a journey from which they return forever changed. Pour pumpkin into a goblet and allow its spiced aroma and deep copper color to entrance you. Taste the beer and you are bewitched, powerless to resist the pumpkin. This beer is brewed with pagan spirit and should be enjoyed responsibly. And a few tasting notes they give us. Uh, color, deep copper. Bitterness, low. Aroma, pumpkin pie. Spices, vanilla. Flavor, malty sweetness, pumpkin pie, and pie crust. And on the ABV, we're at 8.6 on this. Slowly creeping up. Yeah, I so, like that. What do you guys think? So right away, after you poured it, you know, I can immediately smell vanilla. Yeah, oh vanilla yeah. and you. sweet pumpkin pie. And uh, like, a, like a descriptor was thrown out earlier, candles. I mean, it, it smells like, like I'm at a Yankee. Grandma's candles. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I like walking down your, your, your world market aisle of, in the fall. Yeah. Not grandma's. There is it, could like, <laughs> it could be It doesn't have to be grandma. Be grandma. It could be your wife. <laughs> yeah. Your like, daughter. Like. It's burning that. Just burning yeah, the seasons. Yeah, yeah. Yankee candles, like, right on the nose. Very, very sweet. Oof. And so going into it. <laughs> and listeners, I must say, this is. The Dark Pony is not a fan. It's. Taking beer to a world of perfume that I myself can't even handle. It's almost right. like like lavender beers. The best part about this about. right now is the fact that I know I'm getting eight percent in my gut. <laughs> I'm just excited that the booze is coming on. Well, but so- I traded I traded some really good beers. I mean, I you I tra- I got some really good beers in a trade for some pumpkin. Yeah, because so. so- Southern Tier has a weird distribution. I mean, it's in a lot of places, but some <clears throat> places it's capped off at, and you know where they don't go to. And it's, I mean, untapped listed usually always is in the top 10. Uh, last year it was in the top 10. I think it was like at 10 or so, but still in the top 10. And it's usually one of the ones, this along with Warlock, their, their other pumpkin beer, which is a pumpkin stout, which we were going to do. But since we're doing a pumpkin stout on this podcast in, in a bit, we figured we'd just keep it with you know what we're going with already. But um, it's usually one of the higher rated pumpkin you know, adjunct beers. So, you know, that's why a lot of people go, you know, they kind of go for it. Yeah. You know, they want, the people that do go for it are the ones that want that, like, big pumpkin pie, pie crust, really gritty, heavy. I was going to say, I, based on this, the aroma, I thought it was going to be all vanilla, but the immediate flavor I got was pie crust. Yeah. You know, that bready sort of taste. And in fact, I think the actual spicing, pumpkin spicing is relatively mild, um, I think it's vanilla heavy and yeah, and pie it's crust. like like nut nutmeg and vanilla. Yeah, like it's like a nutmeg and vanilla beer. 
If they would have just called it that, I would have agreed totally with it. I mean, I mean, it's, I, I agree with it as it is now. Southern tier, in, it's just like nutmeg and vanilla or chata. Like there, actually, that's yeah. that sounds right. Yeah, it's a Mexican but, rice drink for these guys not familiar with horchata. There's a really cheap brand called Glass, I believe. Oh yeah, that. the, the vanilla nutmeg. Mexican, Hispanic, or uh, <coughs> uh, what do they call it? The ethnic aisle in your Walmart yeah, or Target. Right. And it tastes like a really shitty, cheap version of that yeah. to me, personally. Yeah. But to you, it I, taste I like do normal. like the description they wrote on there, though. That's a pretty fucking heavy description, and I like that. <laughs> I think the description is the most interesting thing about this beer. Yep. Um, so, We're probably talking... not going to buy it again, but... Yeah, and you know, for it's... those of you guys who <laughs> traded me for some pumpkins, I'm much like... I'm so glad you I won. did, because I, I feel like I won... <laughs> And, and you know what, there's, and that's what we want to hear from our audience. I mean, you guys, we're doing this for you. So a lot of you guys drink these pumpkin beers. What do you think? Why, why guys, do you drink these beers? We drink these beers for you. Um, well, why do you guys, I mean, they wouldn't be on the market otherwise. I yeah. mean, you guys clearly are the people demanding that we get more and more of these pumpkin beers out. And, uh, I don't know. I think I agree with the black cat in a lot of ways that, you know, I'm, I'm a big stout fan, so I, anything you do with a stout is usually really intriguing to me. But um, these pumpkin ales, they're fucking weird, man. <laughs> they're really weird. weird. Like, weird I, and I never say that about beer, but I feel like, I don't know, we could do that. Um, have you? If either of you guys had a pumpkin lager yet? I don't know if I've no, had one. I don't. I, I don't either. know if I'd I, want a actually, pumpkin lager. That, that I don't know if I want like one. That's the closest. Yeah, four yeah. percent ale. But listeners, if you've had a pumpkin lager, if that's a thing, send us one. You know, because we're curious. So, so I what think. Do we got next. Yeah, I think we're ready we're going, to move on. And we're now to, we're, uh, we're coming. We're coming close to home. Now. Yeah, we're coming back west, right? And so we're going with Rubens from uh, Ballard or Seattle, Washington. That's a neighborhood in Seattle. And we've got the Imperial Pumpkin, Imperial Imperial Pumpkin Ale. And uh, let's see. I don't think I have any notes on this beer. And I don't. Uh, Oh, we do have some notes we pulled up on the interwebs. Uh, Imperial Pumpkin, soft, rich malt, provides a showcase for pumpkin supported by a subtle nuttiness. Spice notes complement the rich pumpkin mouthfeel, perfect for the cold, crisp fall days. 8.7 ABV. And so while we're pouring, we can talk about our We've love of Rubens. We've done a good job Rubens. just creeping up there. So Rubens, uh, Ballard Brewery, just... Oh, shit. This one's not even a. This is not even that much. What's well, a little darker than what we we're pouring? Yeah, it's really it dark. is darker. There's some like dark, dark copper hues there. Yeah, this is. I'm glad we're, we're much darker actually. Now that I'm looking at it, guys, yeah. I'm hurting on this one, y'all. I'm saying eight, eight point seven on this one. Yeah, so it's pretty comparable See, to the last a, one. This one's hard for the dark point to be taken down. These pumpkin beers are serious business. <laughs> so. Ugh. Well, cheers, I don't guys. Get, I yeah, mean, cheers. 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 We, uh, we haven't clinked. I don't think we've done a, a clink of the glass. <laughs> a proper clink noise. And I think on the sec- we're Our on listeners. the second tier 8% here. Yeah. So, I don't get a lot of spice at all in this one. No. Nope. Which I'm excited I'm about. Very I'm little aroma. i that one back real quick. I literally get nothing on the aroma. <laughs> I don't know about anyone else. You know what? I don't really get a whole lot of pumpkin. In this I don't one. get a lot of pumpkin at all on and this. I'm really excited about that. <laughs> I haven't given the fucking beers we just had. 
Um, I don't know. I don't know if because Pumpkin King it was a, a little, palate wrecker. I'll get a glass of rinse. I don't know. I, I did, but I I'm a little watered. That the pumpkin was serious, dude. Right. right. So I got to take a few more sips of this. I'm gonna let it warm up a second because I'm not getting any pumpkin at all. I'm not I'm getting, getting, getting any spice. <laughs> I'm getting beer. I'm getting yeah, yeah which is good. Liquid. Which is good. So it makes it a lot more drinkable. I mean, so I know Dark Pony is loving this. Eight point seven percent. You know, just it's like a beer. Yeah. It's got eight <laughs> percent. Job done. No off flavors. <laughs> Let's just start there. No, I, I can see it. It's okay. So smelling this now, as I'm regaining my senses after I, the pumpkin just piled, just fucked me. And I think it needs to warm up, honestly. And it is. Yeah, we're pouring this one pretty cold. Yeah. Um, but picking up on a little bit more fruity characteristics going on here. Hmm. A little bit more pumpkin going on. You got some pumpkin? A little bit. Just appropriate. So this matches Uinta on the pumpkin offensiveness level. Very low. Um, a lo- it's, it's double double def- the ABV. You're not offending me. and you're. <laughs> I think right now, if I had to choose, I'd go Uinta's pumpkin, and then I'd go... I would go with Ruben's Imperial Pumpkin Ale. Because you know what? It's an Imperial Pumpkin Ale. Um, twice yeah, the slap, bang for your buck. Twice the bang for my buck. Might be the same bang for the buck, but twice the, you know. No, it's, yeah, I think the, I don't the, know the, buck, cost the buck correlation is probably just the same. It's yeah. a 22 ounce going for about $8. This is a 12 ounce going for about just under 4 So, yeah, I mean, I think. And Ruben's just some solid things. He's been cranking on a lot more things lately. And this is pretty fresh, so, yeah. too, yeah. So, they, uh, so it's a brewery I, I usually, you know, I enjoy having anything from. I mean, local brewery here. And it, you know they pump out some good stuff. So, you know this is—I don't think I had this last year or the year before either. So, I'm glad I'm finally getting to try it but now. What do you guys think about? It? I mean, you guys said it's lackluster. Would you say it's lackluster? No, if, it's... For for pumpkin heads, you know, like the people that are just all about pumpkin like pie that. in your pumpkin face, heads. they're gonna they're gonna be disappointed. But for anyone wanting to try a seasonal beer from a great brewery, they're gonna be. You know, exactly because there's just very light pumpkin to it. It's not overwhelming. It doesn't right. taste artificial. Um, so, beer lovers in general are gonna are, are gonna enjoy it. But the ones that just love, like I said, those pumpkin heads, the ones that l- just die for pumpkin beers, they're not gonna like it. They're gonna like there's barely any pumpkin. There's no sweetness. It doesn't taste like a dessert in my glass. Nope. I like that. Yeah. So, it'll be a hit or miss for people. Um, I mean, it seems like they're utilizing the entire gourd in this one. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I, I don't know. Pumpkin? I mean, truly taste. You guys, you've had a pumpkin. It's a big gourd. Doesn't taste like pumpkin much anything spice. else than fucking squash. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's probably what they're doing with it. That's the route they went. And it's good because it, t- it does taste like pumpkin. Yeah. Yeah. And the spice, no bullshit. But yeah, when it warms up, I, I'm getting more going on. I think we subtleties, just, subtleties. Yeah, sure. I think we just probably we were so excited. And it was, we, it was, it was, it was fairly <laughs> on the colder side, also not like frozen or anything like that. But it was all, you know, all the other beers we had. It was, it was really the freezer longer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, which is a big deal. Um, but yeah, I'm stoked about it. Um, eight percent, pretty good. You like that? Yeah, you like that general. The eight, get it, get it done. Pretty good. 
Get it done. So, pull, by the way, we pull the general out when we can, dude. He's a wild card, so it's, <laughs> it's nice when you can get him in here and you, know, you can feed him a couple eight percenters because <laughs> you don't know what's gonna there. happen. <laughs> no, man, I love being here. I just uh, we're working on some timing, but I think uh, one o'clock on a Monday seems like the right time to drink eight percent beers. Eight beers, yeah. you know. Well, what's next on the lineup here, guys? Are we ready? Are we ready? Okay. I think we are. I think you can knock that one out of the park. All right. So next we have. Looks like a St. Arnold's beer. Yeah. St. Arnold's. Going, going uh, back to home. For, Pumpkinator for from 2016. That's Imperial Pumpkin year's, Stout. Last year's variant. And uh, this is, uh, according to some tasting notes, how a pumpkin beer ought to taste. Brewed with a combination of pale two-row, caramel, and black malts, Cascade and Liberty hops for a background hop flavor, pumpkin for rich mouthfeel, molasses, brown sugar, spices, and dry spice to make it feel like you just walked into your mama's kitchen while she was cooking 37 pumpkin pies. It's the know, most like, expensive that's... beer they've ever brewed at St. Arnold's. And why 37? We'll find out. 37 yeah. pumpkin pies. I don't know. So, and then, uh, do I, oh, 11% ABV. So we're, wow. we're not messing around on this one. It's definitely not try to. Yeah. And honestly, this is... at this point in juncture, I honestly feel like there was a billion fucking pumpkin pies in that pumpkin, dude. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I will go on the record. I think I've mentioned it before that Black Cat loves Pumpkinator. It's okay. my favorite pumpkin beer. And, and this uh, is I Texas, right? It. Yeah. And, and it's not biased because, you know... So who is St. Arnold? St. Arnold, they're out of they're uh, one of Texas. Well, they're Texas's cra- uh, oldest craft brewery. Ninety six. They're out of uh, they're out of Houston, uh, Houston, Texas. Wait, am I the only one that dropped out of Divinity School in the room? St. Arnold, patron saint well, we of brewers. Who, we all know who oh, the St. Arnold, oh, St. Arnold <laughs> was. I thought you meant the brewery spot. The, I know, the, the I know. Saint it was an brewing. open question, yeah. man. Patron I, saint of brewing. In my mind, I was like, is he talking about the saint? Is he talking about the I think, Are you talking about the patron saint of no, beer? No, no, no. Okay. Yeah. I'm just a giving brewery, you guys a hard a time. Yeah. Patron saint of beer is a different saint. Yeah. There's actually another one. And their logo, for those that have had St. is the name. Yeah, St. Arnoldus, you will see... On the label, those that have had it already know it. It's the patron saint um, in his holy robes and everything, and he has his hand up, and it's just a Texas star, burning sun in the sky. It's a great logo, great brewery. Well, and a, and a beer in the other hand, and a beer in the other hand. Yes, <laughs> so. that's always going to. And on the on the pumpkin or logo, it's always a pumpkin there, and then yeah. on castles, jack o' lantern. Yeah, holy and, shit. And it makes it special today because today is technically Pumpkinator Day. So today, back in Houston, they uh, released St. Arnold. Uh, they released Pumpkinator. St. <laughs> Arnold released Pumpkinator. Um, they did Pumpkinator and also the barrel-aged variant for the first time, widely distributed. So, so Pumpkinator, Black Cat, do we have 2017? On the way. On the way. Oh, yeah. Yes, we, we got on the way. Even Dark Pony has got a carriage coming, hopefully. So yeah. we might have to have an addendum yeah. when these show up. So, and, and we'll just and do cool a 10-minute addendum like, to they, Pumpkin Night. Yeah, St. Arnold's messed with Pumpkin Night for a while. So it actually started off as... So St. Arnold does a Divine Reserve series where they just kind of experiment with beers, barrel-aged beers, different sorts of things they just kind of throw around. And uh, so D- D- Divine Reserve number 9 was a pumpkin stout. And people were like, holy shit, this is awesome. And then they just bottled it out, you know, with its own, you know, entity as Pumpkinator. And then they went even further. They have a barrel age series called the uh, the Bishop's Barrel series, and they did 
BB9, Bishop's Barrel Number 9, which was Pumpkinator aged in bourbon barrels. And I guess that was such a huge hit, because it was. It was delicious that uh, this year, in 2017, they're actually doing a barrel-age variant in the same format, I believe, 22-ounce bottles. Fuck yeah. So that's going to be one to look for. And, and I, haven't, I haven't sipped it yet. I've had it before, but I'm not sipping it just yet. But everyone pouring it around, I can smell it. And listeners, if you didn't realize, you're too... Primary contributors are Texans, so they they love some of these. Yeah. Essentially, if, listeners, Texas if you didn't realize, bears. the whole reason we're having a podcast <laughs> is not for you, Pumpkinheads, but for Pumpkinator. Pumpkinator. So, <laughs> we just threw all these other bullshit beers in the mix. I'm just kidding; they're not bullshit beers. They're great, but it's like this is a spectacular beer. But it's, yeah, and we're all stout lovers, with the exception of the general. But this is not a this is not a stout, although it kind of is. This is not a stout. Technically, what is Technically this? Technically, it is. I mean, oh, it's pumpkin stout. Yeah, it's imperial. Imperial, imperial stout done with pumpkins, and you know, I I love this. I mean, the the pumpkin flavor is there. The, the Did you spice, try it yet? yeah, I have. Okay. The, the spice is there. That's why I'm glow. I feel like I'm glowing. Well, you are. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, it's so the happiest excited. I've ever seen you, dude. Like, it's, right? It's 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 a great pumpkin Praise beer. Jesus and, and this is what got me on other pumpkin Praise beers. You know, Arnoldus. like. Uh, when I was oh, a good. beer buyer back in Texas, you know, when we got these shipped in, there was lines outside just for Pumpkinator. Yeah. So early when I said, yeah, people go. So Pumpkinator is usually number one on all the pumpkin beer list. Uh, it was number two last year on Untapped, only beaten by a bottle logic uh, pumpkin beer. Um, so it's always. Do you have apparently... any thoughts on that? Oh no no I mean I I'm, I haven't tried the the bottle logic one I'm sure it's fantastic I haven't either actually I've but we'll get had, that have we'll you get had that the soon. bottle logic one I haven't no I just I we'll, know that we'll, we'll get that shipped to us soon. Well, someone send us that goddamn bottle logic yeah so we'll, we'll get that we'll get that shipped to us we'll we'll throw some stuff out and get that shipped to us but um you know I I always look forward to this one and and so does everyone so yeah when I was a beer yeah. buyer we'd get our cases our allotment in and some places would do like mini raffles depending on on how small distribution they were at. But um, yeah, we did first come first serve, and there was lines, and that shit was gone okay. as fast as it came in. So, general here, first off, I just think it's a really good beer. Like, if you poured this for me and didn't tell me that it was Pumpkinator, and you were just like, hey man, drink this really good beer, I'd be like, oh man, that's interesting, there's like a little spice, it's, a, it's so beautifully well-bodied, you know, it's... A really good beer. Um, but particular tasting notes from, from the experts. What do you what do you two gentlemen think? You know, on this one I get no the main thing I get is no artificial anything. Yeah. Okay. It doesn't taste plasticky, it no. doesn't taste fake. No candle flavor. No candles. No grandma's um, uh, and, and the other ones were great, they're fantastic. But this one I just get like everything natural. Were they taste like they were. I liked them. <laughs> okay. But this one, for me, it was always a standard of pumpkin beers, and it still is. I mean, it's it's a fantastic... I and mean, it's also a stout, so I can get a bottle, I can drink this, sip on it, and as it warms up, all that warmth and, like, sweet pumpkin pie flavor definitely comes out. I get, like, a nice prune taste. Is that weird? Is that just... No, me? I mean, there's, there's some... Sure. I mean, this is uh, your there, age. Yeah. yeah. And there's a slight um, fruitiness to it. A little bit of oxidation slight, on it. And we it were is... just talking... Me and Black Cat were just talking about our love of Fig Newtons. So yeah. maybe that influenced my yeah. my brain, but... So, a little bit of figginess. So the first time this ever touched uh, anyone's mouth, I guess, was around 2009 when it became the Divine Reserve number 9, and then it went on to be Pumpkinator. Yeah. So if you want to read some notes on the original... 
bottling. Before it was Pumpkinator, it was only Divine Reserve number nine. So if the general wants to read sure. some notes on what it was before it was. Or the evolution. The of evolution of this beer. Yeah. Are you ready? Here's notes on the D- Divine Reserve number nine Imperial Pumpkin Stout. Important note to begin, gentlemen. Let this beer warm to at least 50 degrees before enjoying. I think we're about there. We're, we're about there now, yeah. So this beer is black with some ruby highlights. The nose is full of pumpkin pie spices and some alcohol. There are notes of nutmeg, caraway, and vanilla. The taste starts with chocolate malt with a hint of spice and rolls into a warm, spicy alcohol taste, which has the effect of creating the balance that usually comes from the hop bitter. There is some hop bitter on the finish, but not much. Overall, this beer finishes relatively dry for such a big beer. As it warms, the spices move forward in the taste and the chocolate moves into the finish. The pumpkin provides a pleasant undertone and a nice mouthfeel. Spices will probably fade some over time, then meld considerably while still in the fermenter. So, yeah, I think there's some overlap for sure. You know, I think that the point about the pumpkin being like an undertone is accurate. Um... I think I didn't get any alcohol, which for a beer this heavy, I think that yeah. it's, it's, I'm impressed. Yeah. It's you sat, know what I mean? It sat for a year, so it, it definitely uh, mellowed out a little bit. Yeah. And uh, one thing to note is, again, so this uh, this past uh, Great American Beer Festival, they won a gold medal again for their pumpkin beer again. category. There you go. Um, I feel like I'm being biased, but it you're, is one of my favorite. You're biased, but sometimes that's legit. It's one of my favorite legit. seasonal pumpkin stouts right uh probably one of the only because all the other pumpkin stouts i'll drink them if they're in front of me or if they're available but this plus, is the one i seek out so black cat lines i do i feel like black cat could survive on candy and beer alone i think most of us can <laughs> but i'm just he's got a bit of a sweeter tooth than than the not, rest not, of us, not in, not in candy in its purest form but in sweeter stouts <laughs> definitely candy doesn't work with me well black cats don't love candy beer. And as we're uh, literally talking about this, we're getting a plethora of feedback in terms of uh, Pumpkinator Day from the brothers and the sisters back in Texas. So nice. Looks like we'll be hopefully getting somewhere around a case. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, I mean, hopefully, I, no I, one sends it to us because we'll be there next month. So I think they're just gonna. Yeah, I, mean, I, 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 I sent it out there into the uh, Texas Beer Universe, and my our inbox is flooded because yeah. I. I guess i should have messaged people rather than post it so we're left with an overwhelming amount of cases so we'll have some actually. we're gonna have a lot of pumpkinator for the for the for the next while so we're we gonna do an addendum or we can just throw them in our uh brew coven cellar and just fucking have it and we'll talk about this next year but i mean yeah. Bring happy holidays um i don't know does anyone have anything else to add about pumpkin beers other than we mostly hate them but there's a couple good ones out there <laughs> well yeah do you want to kind of run through the ranking real quick at the what end, do you think? Are what we do you doing think, general? I mean, the general's ranking, uh, I think the obvious winner, we all agree, is Pumpkinator. I'm going to say the obvious loser, at least for two of us, would be the Southern Tier. Yep. Uh, and then from there, I honestly would go... Uinta. I would go, yep, I would go the Uinta, and then Rubens. probably Rubens for me, although it's close. I, I didn't like the whatever metallic thing I got on the dogfish head at the end. And maybe that was and a I didn't like the distribution fake spice, thing. Personally, yeah. So I, I'm gonna say Pumpkinator from Arnold's, Uinta, uh, Rubens, uh, Dogfish Head, and Southern Tier would be what I would I do. All time last. Okay, I think that I can't really argue with that. Concur. Yeah, that I mean, 
you went to it definitely be second. Of course, St. Arnold's would be the big definite number one. And it, it depends on what if I'm if I'm drinking a beer, if I'm right. out hiking, camping, then Southern Tier is not going to be on the top of that list. If I want one beer and it's end of my night beer and it's a confection pastry beer. You might do it. It might. I might be with that. Like if you ate a big steak and you yeah. want a dessert, and I, just, I want dessert, and I'm going to go to sleep afterwards. Or if I just want one beer to let sit and warm up, Southern Tier will still be up there. That might be the one but, for you. But for me, Pumpkin Eater is definitely going to do it. And you know what? When we get the Bottle Logic and, and some of these other big pumpkin stouts that are highly rated, we'll do another side by side and we'll discuss it. There you go. Maybe even a blind test. We haven't done one of those yet on Brew Coven. Ooh. We'll do one of those. Yeah. And we actually uh, have a couple that didn't make the cut, but we we have some. But yeah, we got to do some blind tasting. That's the thing. I think I, I think that'll be the, one of the next ones we do. Even if it's out of season, we're gonna do it just so it'll be a, a fun blind tasting. Yeah. But um, you know, this was fun. We got to try some pumpkin beers. It's in season. We got to get spooky. I'm glad we did it. I'm glad we had a pumpkinator here with us. Yeah. Um, fuck yeah. And before we go. I have something to add. It's also a special month for, all, I think, a big chunk of us in a lot of ways. I think we all love the fall. The Hell weather yeah. out here is beautiful. Hell yeah. Um, but I might add also that the general myself come from Northern California. And, we do. And uh, it's a special it's time. It's a special time in Northern California, especially out in a town called Boonville. Boonville! And, uh, I don't know. We're going to watch Hellraiser. A lot of Hellraiser today <laughs> after this Hellraiser movie night. Um, but uh, out of Anderson Valley, I mean, I've always been a particular favorite. And it's something, you know, the masses don't know about. But oh I feel like gosh. I might just throw a little... We're not going to talk about this beer too much. We're not even going to drink it on the podcast. But I will tell you guys that uh, um, out of Anderson Valley, one of my favorite breweries on this fucking Love planet... Um, they do the Pinchy Jeek Barl, and you might be asking, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> but that's something called Bootling. Bootling! And, uh, Bootling is jargon or argot spoken only in Boonville in Northern California. Today, it's nearly extinct, and fewer than 100 people speak it. Do you know how it happened? Um, I don't know how it I do. Do you do want you? that story? Yeah. Do we have well, time? you're in Northern California. I'm a NorCal guy, too, well, you know, so... I feel, well, if we're talking so much about this, let's crack it open. It's at, it's at cellar temp. It is at cellar uh, temp. Dark, yeah, dark, let's add it on. Dark we're, we're about 37 minutes into this podcast. Do we have eight minutes? Well, Dark, dark Pony has a perfect underground cellar, and that's where we do our it's, brew coven. It's the brew coven cellar, but it and is... Everything is cellar to awesome. perfection. So The general's going to tell you about where Boonling came from. This is pretty awesome. So Northern California, you know, mostly was inhabited post-1849 when they found gold. Actually, right near my hometown of Auburn, California, in in, uh, Colfax and a couple other places. But uh, the Anderson Valley is a little further north and out on the coast. And so people settled there. And when they were building Highway 1, which was the original highway that was supposed to sort of connect from... San Diego all the way up to Seattle, basically, all on the coast. They got to the Anderson Valley, and it it was too gnarly. Like, they couldn't actually build the highway on the coast there through the Anderson Valley. So, in fact, they just cut way over to the east, and then later Highway 101 connected. But it left this one area of California, essentially a pocket on its own, untouched by the rest of civilization. So there's no Highway 1 or 101? Highway 1 cuts back to the east, connects with 101, and then later it cuts back to To, the coast. And so the actual Anderson Valley, where this brewery is made, where Bootville is, 
um, was sort of untouched for years and years and years, and their own dialect developed, which became Bootling. And again, it was a, a linguist, uh, a linguistics professor that found, like, was, I don't know why they were in Boonville, but they were like, whoa, what are you saying? Like, you guys use all these weird words none of us have heard. And that's Bootling, and it's dying out. But uh, props to Anderson Valley for trying to keep Bootling alive a little bit uh, with the Pinchy Jeek Barrel. Their burble, uh, sorry, bourbon barrel pumpkin ale, uh, and it's wild turkey, isn't it? Yeah, so it's one of my southern favorites. I love me some wild turkey. So this is a malt beverage brewed with pumpkin and spices and aged in wild turkey bourbon barrels from uh, Ball Hornin and uh, Anderson Valley. So I'm excited about Ball Hornin is another booming term that's just been. It's like kind of like. I don't know, I refer to it as a what's up, dude. Yeah, it's like, hey, it's not what's cheers. up, dude. It's more like a, I don't fucking know. It's, we all have a special placement. But I figure we're going dark. I was let down by some of these pumping beers. I remember we, we had this. We something good. I have two of these, actually. And this is a 2015. Oh, yeah, I didn't yeah. even note that. Yeah, 2015. And it's 8.5. Right? <sighs> God damn. Pumpkin beers, god damn you fuckers who drink this shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's some ridiculousness, dude. Alright, so All right. our uh, little uh, PS beer. Our, our encore. Encore Oof. beer, it, not it, not a pumpkin even, beer. Even the greatest acts need a, an encore. <laughs> it's so. true. Yeah, we've never done this, actually. This is kind of unique to Brew yeah. I don't know, I brought it up mid. I kind of like notioned over to like Black House, like, should we go down this fucked up road? And Black Hat is no stranger to this beer. Um, so he was oh, like, yeah, I that's, don't know. That's, I don't know if I can fuck with the fucking heat on this one. But, right. But, but I don't know. Maybe it's down no, back. No, no, no. You know, actually, so 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 Pinchy Jeek, there was not much heat when I had it. I mean, I, I love Pinchy Jeek from Anderson Valley. I love most of Anderson Valley's beer. There's a few of them that I'm not a, a fan of at all because they're just too much heat. This one was always one that was really mellow. And after, if it's 2015, it's two years, this is probably going to be great. I haven't tried it yet, but... I'm excited for it because I had a fresh. And it's a pumpkin ale. Yeah, it's no, on no, point. That, yeah, that's why. Yeah. So I, I've had a fresh pinchy jeek, and that was great. Yeah. So I can only imagine a 2015. Right, well, let's see. I guess the, I was, we were smelling it. The general's excited, and this was why the general gets uh, invited every now and again because who knew what the history of Bootling was? Well, yeah. the general knows these things. There so. You go. Well. so I'm glad you're from Bootenville, and it's awesome. I'm from Auburn, California, but it's close enough. It's boom, boom. They got a little bit like that. They got a little bit like They got that little weird twang twang. But yeah, pumpkin in a weird way. It's just like 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 fresh pumpkin yet sweet somehow. There's like some definite toffee. Oh, that warmth. I get the turkey, actually. There's a little bit of heat. I get the turkey. No, not I heat, love it's turkey. Like subtle, oh, you know, I like turkey too. But this is like there, no. I, I'm I'm with the general on this one. There's a little bit of heat to it, but very mellow. Where it's not like abrasive or not like oh, not retro nasal heat. Like not what? like when you're breathing no. out, like you're getting that all the fusels and all. No, no. no, no, no. There, it, it's it's still sweet. Um, this is this is really good. Also, yeah. So if you got yourself a fucking goddamn, what's the ABV? Because the body, PGG the body. Girl. It's the, the less body, than I thought. The what is it? Eight five. Eight point five. Eight five. That it seems all right then, because you know the, bo- the body's a lot lighter, thinner, but by no means like just you know 
I mean, there's, there's a no, lot of But it's still. picked up a lot of color in 2015, dude. It's like, yeah, I remember this beer used to be a little bit more brown. This is borderline stout almost at this juncture. Yeah, this is There's like, a lot of particulates in it. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's special. I'm liking it, though. I'm liking yeah. it, too. You gotta get a little weird for Hellraiser, you know? Yeah. Damn. Pinhead. For Hellraiser night, we gotta, yeah, we, we gotta step it up. So I think this, for me, moves into the top three. It does. Where yeah. in the top three? Not too sure. Because I do into still, I mean, we don't crush these all the time. So, like, that's where right. we kind of go. It's like, do you crush? Get, it, it depends on what we're going. If I'm yeah. going with, like, beers I can drink always, that's where I feel biased. Because I'm still going to put Pumpkinator on the very top. Yeah, because uh, I don't care. It's, it's such game. a disgustingly it's awesome game. beer that you yeah. drink it all the time. But uh, if, I, if I'm going with pumpkin beers that I can drink that are still fucking heavy and pumpkin and everything... Then Pinchy Jeek moves into the top three easily. Easily, if I, if it's going to be like pumpkin oh for beers, me, it's top three is obvious. Yeah, it'd be which is number two. Yeah. I would struggle oh, because that, that's where it's going to be. Also, yeah, because for me, it's either going to be Uintas, uh, you know, sessionable. Yeah, um, these you know, are beer, polar this opposites. One. This is also an aged Pinchy like uh, Pinchy Jeek. And I could actually so. see a 2017 no, and, of that we, being way too alcohol. Oh, it's super busy. Like, that's like too, the biggest misnomer when this beer is like. It needs to age. It needs to age. And yeah. that's why I have a seller here. So we have two of the 2015s actually sitting here. I'll probably, we cracked this one. I was going to say it for Halloween because Halloween is a good time of day where I just crack a bunch of festive beers and we get weird. However, um, I was like, you know what? We're fucking talking about pumpkin beers. Let's and I feel it. like I hated a good 75% of these. Yeah. I hated them, but I, they weren't for me. So I was like, right. let's just crack something else. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's kind of like Anderson Valley took uh, Ruben's approach as far as like natural pumpkin like no, well no sweetness no anything just a fucking gourd and just made a beard of that now, and threw it with some wild turkey barrels like that um, how cool would it be if Anderson Valley sorry if Ruben's took their beer and aged it in whiskey barrels I think they I, th- I still think there's not enough body in that okay one. it's yeah. too light okay but this I mean, if they if 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 Rubens like did chunks their, of shit in this beer right now. If, if yeah. Rubens did their breakfast out with pumpkins, like they did pumpkins, like natural pumpkins, like natural gourds, and, and then threw that in some whiskey barrels, that'd be a whole different realm of something. Oh yeah, and we'd be talking about something different. Yeah, then that'd yeah. be a lot different because their breakfast out's awesome. But we'll tell Rubens to do let's, it. Let's do it. Let's tell him. Yeah, this is actually this this is a perfect town I yeah mean, i think we got all the flavor we'll we need. yeah i know i know that's great because there's no you know it's at cellar well, temp well ball horning y'all ball horning to all our listeners so yeah. and that no was offense great. to anyone in boonville and yeah, no offense to anyone in texas we love you You're there's right literally a hundred people in boonville that still speak <laughs> booming so yep. and there's really not even that yeah. much more and they don't listen to podcasts, I guarantee. Yeah, there's they not a lot. The of, there's not a lot of people in Anderson Valley. Let's yeah. be honest. That concludes uh, the Our October segment, at least. Um, Pumpkin October. Well, it's early in October. We might. Yeah, we got another, get another one coming. One in, I believe but... uh, a good one to look out for is a local brewing company out of San Francisco. Uh, one in, that yeah. hits really close to at least me and maybe one other person on the team. But yeah, we're going to be doing a local brewing company. They got some. Badass beers they send to us. We're going to be putting that out. Hopefully, we can get editing everything done for you guys by then. But other than that, we hope you guys have a safe, fucking awesome Halloween. Yeah. Watch all the horror films. Um, Hellraiser, if it's not in there, uh, 
put it on the list make it one of those and thanks for listening guys i mean this is this is the month to consume weird shit yeah let's do it let's get spooky drink weird shit glad you're listening yeah and uh if you guys got any other beers that you need out of the pacific northwest hit us up we've been a great outlet for we're doing a lot of trading and and also we've been getting a lot of feedback like feedback has been a lot more a lot more than usual we've gotten lots of messages to to personal accounts people too uh, from random people, yeah, and and it's been it's been awesome. We've gotten weird requests, which we probably won too. But as far as the feedback goes, it, it really helps. Yeah. So I'm glad you're doing that and just keeping out for more things, yeah. more 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 giveaways, yeah. and uh, there'll be more plenty. So thanks again for yeah. stopping by. We look forward to facilitating whatever it is you get out of this. Awesome. This is uh the general, the general signing off. This is Black Cat, and this is the Dark Pony signing off, guys. Uh, well, thanks for it. listening to Brew Coven.